Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 201 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I am your host, Jack. And I am your other host, Andy. Welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast, the show on the internet about comic books. Yes, comic books, not the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I promise we're still, there's still a show about comic books, mainly JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, also Dragon Ball. It's a new era. We're over the 200 hump, and mm-hmm. nothing has changed. Nothing at all. And like, <laughs> and Andy promised that this would not become a Fresh Prince podcast. You'll notice that I did not promise that. So I oh, have yeah, that so in my keep... pocket for when things go bad. <laughs> <laughs> for when we get tired of Love Train and just need to be like, hey, you want to you wanna see what DJ Jazzy Jeff's up to? <laughs> yeah? All right. Let's go. <laughs> no, we'll, watched... we'll, keep that, we'll keep that in our back pocket if we ever get exhausted. So... Mm-hmm. Check check out for uh, what, what, what would this show be called if it was a full Fresh Prince podcast? Oh, uh, the Fresh Podcast of Bel Air. Oh, that has to exist. That has to exist. Hold on. Um, <laughs> that's fresh. too. That's too easy. Fresh podcast. Wait, it just. Yep. It oh exists. yeah. Okay. It ex- right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but can you imagine if it didn't and I just came up with that off the dome? Like, like how it's just, crazy it's just like, that would there be? Is, there is so many podcasts out there that I just, that is just way too easy. <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's another P word and it's like, okay, yep, all right, got it. <laughs> Couple well, of guys who are up to no good review every episode of the best TV show ever made. Pretty good. I'm give it to them. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they, yeah, the greatest. I, like I said, I agree. Greatest TV show ever made. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the good news is is that we are currently not tired of Steel Ball Run because we are getting into no. the thick of it today. So we are going to do a full episode, uh, two chapters of Steel Ball Run today. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, Dragon Ball's not going anywhere. Well, if we feel like we can stop you know and pick up dragon ball we will i don't know we're always, as as always we make this shit up as we go along so yeah it's we're feeling it out it's emotions it's visualization ideation <laughs> like we we have synergy about? <laughs> listen listen <laughs> i'm trying to justify the bullshit that we do <laughs> it's not working <laughs> i don't like to ju- i don't justify anything there's, I, I don't need uh, to justify you know, this. Stronger for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't need. I don't need stronger to justify this. <laughs> but no. anyway, so it has mm. been uh, you know over a week since we lasted Steel Ball Run, so we're picking back up with Chapter sixty one, both sides now, part two, with the cover here featuring Lucy Steele in the skin suit of Scarlet Valentine. Ooh, this is the Lucy backstory. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so these are going to be two weird chapters, and we're going to see how long we can go before Jack loses his fucking mind. Okay, we're going to tag out for Announcer Coon at some point, or uh, Exposition Coon, sorry. Well, we have Exposition Coon and Announcer Coon, so we'll switch We'll switch back and forth. <laughs> oh my god, can you do the Exposition and Announcer Coon voice? <laughs> like a tiny bit. Just All let right. me know when you want me to take over. I will. Okay. Will, will, will. Um, Lucy's family consists of six children, and Lucy is the second eldest of the bunch. Her maiden name is Pendleton. Her father is of immigrant descent and owns a small farm in Oklahoma. After her mother's death when Lucy was just 12, a cloud of misfortune, misfortune cast its shadow over the family. They discovered that the money they had borrowed in order to sustain their farm had been mafia money, and coupled with bad weather and the emotional wounds from his wife's death, Lucy's father slowly spiraled into my, mire of debt. Doesn't this sound like the Mean Bean Man's backstory a little bit? Is the a doctor back here somewhere? Yeah, um, right? <laughs> I'm looking at this uh, family tree here, and it's just like, all right, so... You had the Pendletons, which, you know, nice reference there. Immigrated from Ireland. Adam Mm. and Alice gave birth to six children. Tom, Lucy, Will, Liza, Reggie. Reggie. (laughs) 
and Charles. <laughs> One of these is not like the other. <laughs> interesting that, um, no, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, her maiden name was Lucy Pendleton. All right, that's interesting. Yeah. The Mafia's policy is never to take something from a family that only has one possession. However, the family is in possession of two or more things, the Mafia will inevitably request one of those things. Will they take the land or the children? Lucy's father had to make a decision. The Mafia took their land either way, the family would be scattered. But Lucy's father couldn't bear to give his eldest son away. And so the only alternative was to send his eldest daughter, Lucy, to pay off his debt. Because she was the only other child old enough to work as a servant. It was after Lucy's father had made his decision that someone visited the farm. The man's name was Stephen Steele. Steele well, look how told... much younger he looks. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does look younger. Do you want to do Steele's, Steele's voice here? Sure. Steele told Lucy's father. A few years ago, when I was in the desert, moments of despair, or the deepest moments of despair, I was saved by your daughter's kind words and was able to stand on my own two feet again. He also explained that he wanted to repay his savior and repay the man who raised her. But Lucy's father, after ushering the other children inside, told him it was too late, that Lucy was no longer there. Thus he informed Steele of the situation. Though Steele was quite surprised by the situation, he recovered quickly. I beg of you, I would like to handle your debts and take care of them. Always being respectful, Steele made his polite proposition. Uh, I'll do yeah, I got it. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's impossible. This isn't just a matter of money anymore. The Mafia have their own rules, and once they decide to take something, they will take it. I can't change anything anymore. I've already made my decision about my daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Steele, after a few moments of consideration, quietly replied that the most important thing was Lucy's father's determination as a parent to save Lucy from this predicament. He explained that he knew a thing or two about how the Mafia operated, and so there was still time. All Lucy's father had to tell them was that Lucy was damaged goods. Hmm. That Steele had already lawfully married her. And after that, he would handle the rest of the dealings with them. What did you say, you bastard? Are you trying to insult my family? Listen, open your eyes. What they want is her virginity. If you leave her like this, she'll be forced to live like a prostitute or even worse. Once she sees that kind of hell, she won't even live to be 25. I've always lived thinking only of myself. Those were unhappy times. And it was your daughter who saved me from that unhappy life. I want to help your daughter. I want to repay her. To, to repay her is imperative to me. Please let me, Stephen Steele, look after your daughter for you. You, you pervert! <laughs> How the hell do you expect me to believe something like this? Yes, no one will believe me. But everyone be will believe you if you say your daughter is damaged. The Mafia even more so. This is doing a great job of trying to save a little girl from being a mafia prostitute seem horrible for everybody involved. <laughs> yeah, this is... Everybody it's, involved sucks. It's noble? Yeah, it's, it's, noble. it's a noble pursuit, but everybody involved sucks. <laughs> Let her become my child bride. That way the mafia will get off your trail. <laughs> and in this way, Lucy was saved by Stephen Steele. And she became Lucy Steele. And one day, Lucy told Stephen. I, I, I do Lucy, right? Do you no, do I Lucy? do Lucy. Oh, okay. That's fine. I don't know why, but I remember very clearly that one time that I first met you when I was young. You looked so miserable, but you had an innocent strength about you, as if you could pull a train with that strength, even with your skinny arms. That's why I talked to you. I don't mind, so... If you'd like, only if you'd like, though, please make me your real-life wife one day. Listen, Lucy, you don't have to think about things like that, so never say something like that again. This is what I told your father, but I did this all for myself. The one who really saved you was your father, and his determination as a parent to protect you. Do not forget that. I won't lay a finger on you, not now, not ever. Don't worry. You should go to school. And one day you'll fall in love. And when you want to leave our house, you can do so any time. But please, spare me the trouble of your future boyfriend being a mafia member. Okay, maybe Steven's cool. <laughs> like, Steven's always been, like, cool. He's been fine. But, like, this does a lot for his character. 
Like, right. And we've been saying this, like, I've been saying multiple times, like, every time it seemed weird with the whole, like, why is he married to a 14-year-old? I was yeah, like, I, I, swear to God, job, it, I swear to God it pays off. I swear to God it pays off. Iraqi wouldn't make his speed wagon stand in an actual pedophile. No, <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> Steven Steele's chill. Like, he yeah. has, he, he's, he suffers for his decision, but he doesn't care because he knows he made the right one. Yeah. The two weren't lovers, nor were they parent and child, but neither were they merely friends or student and mentor. They formed an odd sense of trust between themselves. Stephen had a lot of love for Lucy, and Lucy deeply respected Stephen's fantastical yet stubborn determination, and Stephen was able to show his weaknesses only in front of Lucy. <laughs> Sobbing in front of this child. Lucy came to love those qualities about the aging Stephen, and once the steel ball run race started, she also began to worry about him deeply as if she was his mother. Um. Oh, this is a flashback to the boys when Lucy was on a uh, uh, horse with Johnny. <laughs> Did you hear that, Gyro? He hasn't laid a finger on her. Can you believe that? No fucking way, man. I mean, come on. Look at Mr. Steele. He's a total pervert. Well, either way, their marriage is lawful. We don't have a right to judge. Us, in the beginning of the manga. Yeah. <laughs> Every single reader in the beginning of this. <laughs> I like that Gyro has just always been a stand-in for all of us dumbasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just been that lovable idiot. Yeah. There's something, Lucy talking. There's something off about this race. I can sense something dark within the president. Even if they're both pursuing their goals, he's not like Steven at all. And then... Uh, back, back to the president. <laughs> where, where the turbo um, eye... Yeah, so... Uh, uh, President Valentine over here literally has a skeleton in his closet. The skeleton of Jesus Christ, which is trying to reassemble itself. God, this like is Like the fucking... Iron Giant. Yeah. <laughs> God, this is some fucking nonsense. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So Lucy's uh, the... doing everything she can to keep up her disguise as um, mm-hmm. the President's Scarlet. deceased wife. <laughs> yeah. Who got mulched. Yeah, absolutely mulched. What is that sound? What are you looking at, Scarlet? Did something just fall on the floor? He's gonna find it. No, <gasps> oh, it's gone. It's Valentine, yeah. It's gone. Valentine grabs her hand, gets off the chair, tries to find what dropped. Scroll, scroll. This uh, just like three pages dedicated to him walking towards this door. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Clack, 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 clack. It's not there? The eye, the right eye that was in my pocket, it fell and rolled towards that door, but it's not there anymore? Where did it go? Did it roll underneath something, or maybe under a rug? But I can see now that the door is a small space underneath, so it must have passed through that space the other side. Then, if it rolled away, are there more corpse parts on the other side of that door? It could only mean that the eye responded to a much bigger part that's in this building. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> let's go let's go i asked you what fell on the ground scarlet what were you doing while you were holding my face in place answer me you were looking at that door weren't you are you so intrigued by what could be behind that door scarlet the, the president he can't he can't possibly know my true identity. He can't be asking me these questions on purpose. Does he already know who I am? No, he can't. Not yet. If he did, then he would have taken the eye from me a long time ago. I have to make a decision. Oh my! Is there something fantastic behind that door? Something so fantastic that you're hiding it from me? Let me see. Uh, no. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> Oh, you're approaching me? <laughs> <laughs> Valentine is just so confused. <laughs> Valentine in this next panel looks like he's, like, aged into John Goodman. Yeah, these, these like, couple chapters are probably, like, the most, like, this is the real funny Valentine we're seeing right now. <laughs> as opposed to the, like, absolute sociopath that we will see him be. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're acting cute. Please don't think that I'm merely repeating myself. Your expressions today, they're expressions of an innocent, curious child. Adorable. 
Let me kiss you. <laughs> but may I ask you a question first? Hmm. If you're talking about what's behind that door, then there's nothing that'll interest you. No, about the steel ball run race. About the race? What of it? If you ask me, this might be disrespectful to the participants, but this is just a racing game. Someone like you, the president of a country, why would you be so invested in something that's merely for sport? You've been following this race and traveling across the country since it started. Real quick, uh, <laughs> they do the little icon of the horse uh, steel yeah. ball run thing, but like for racing game, <laughs> it was just a NASCAR. <laughs> just like, <laughs> We're pl- everybody's just playing Mario Kart. <laughs> Daytona! <laughs> Didn't I explain that before? The whole country is watching this race. It's popular. You've been away from the capital for two months. Is this race really so valuable? Hmm. A good question. Fine, then. This is as good a time as any. When the race ends, I'll explain to you just what sort of things are possible on this earth. Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here is the second, uh, fuck stupid metaphor. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, it's, oh, no! Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. I'm going to slap a Rocky for this one, I swear to God. I love it. I I think it's awesome. <laughs> Suppose that you were sitting down at a table. The napkins are in front of you. Which napkin would you take? The one on your left or the one on your right? Or the one on your left side or the one on your right side? Well, usually I would take the one on my left. Hmm. That is correct, too. But in a larger sense of society. Society. <laughs> I, I've seen this panel memed with him with Joker makeup. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but in a larger sense of society, that is wrong. Perhaps I could even substitute society with the universe. The, the universe? The correct answer is that it is determined by the one who takes his or her own napkin first, Yes. If the first one takes the napkin to the right, then there's no choice but the, for the others to also take the right napkin. The same goes for the left. Everyone else will take the napkin to their left because they have no other option. Scarlet, do you believe in gravity? <laughs> I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Scarlet to the president. Doesn't this whole metaphor fall apart when if the napkin is in front of the chair, you know, like when you go to friendlies and they just have the nap it's like right there. Right? <laughs> Valentine beat beat beat. Alright, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Send in one of the Hoompa Loompa I, guys. I set up this whole table just to make this metaphor to you. He did though. Let me fucking talk. <laughs> this is society. Society. Who are the ones who determine the price of land first? There must have been someone who determined the value of money first. The size of the rails on a train track, the magnitude of electricity, laws and regulations. Who was the first one to determine those things? Well, all right, I'm not going to spend all day poking holes in this, but the value of money was based off the gold standard, okay? Sure. You you should know this, Mr. President of the United States. Yeah, but who said gold was worth money? It's rare. It's rare. It's not that complicated, Mr. President. (laughs) In fact, money is probably one of the simplest things in existence when you really Mm -hmm. think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least it was in 1890 (laughs) when it was literally a piece of paper that says you own $1 worth of gold and you could literally go to the treasury and ask for the gold in exchange for your paper. Can't exactly do that. Please give me a little gold. You can't do that anymore. Because <laughs> money is fake now. <laughs> money is fake. Did did we all do it because this is a republic? Or was it arbitrary? No, I say to the man in Moscow. No, I say to the, to the priest. <laughs> oh, 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 no, Andy's going I can't, I can't stop with this too much. I love it, though. It's so over-the-top and weird. Yeah. <laughs> no. The one who took the napkin first determined all of these things. 
Like, it's, this is literally just Andrew Ryan right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, like, he's got a fucking golf club, and it's like... He's nah, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rant about how I didn't actually fail at creating an objectivist society, but I just want you to beat me over the head with this golf club because mm-hmm. pride or something. Bioshock kind of falls apart at the end. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all right. It's it's, all right. it's okay. The rules of this world are determined by the same principle as right or left in a society like this table, a seat of equilibrium. Once one makes the first move, everyone must follow. In every era, this world has been operating by this napkin principle. And the one who takes the napkin first must be someone who is respected by all. And not that anyone can and not and it's not that anyone can fulfill this role. Those that are despotic or unworthy will be scorned, and those are the losers. In the case of this table, in the case of this table, I am none of those things. I'm great and everybody loves me, and I am definitely not a dictator. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm definitely not describing some sort of uh, fascistic overlord. No, it's that's cool. not him. That's not him. It's He's not cool. Weird. Everybody likes him. The eldest of the master of the party will take the napkin first because everyone respects those individuals. Oh my god. For example, if Jesus Christ were sitting at this table, no matter who you are, even if you are the Pope, you would have no choice but to take your napkin after Jesus Christ, yes? Hmm? Jesus Christ. What? What do you huh? mean? I, I'm, I don't know how we got from point A to point B here. <laughs> what do you mean? What does that have to do with this race? I'm talking hypothetically. Hypothetically. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Except that it's not hypothetical at all. What is going on? Uh-uh. He's uh-uh. literally got Jesus Christ in the closet. <laughs> yeah, he's got an entire corpse that's got Jay Creasy written on it. Like, come on. I'm trying to say that once this race ends, it will mean the beginning of our rise to power. Soon I will obtain the power, the object, that all will pay their respects to. Something irrefutable, something immovable. That is true power, and those under this power's influence can only be allies. I will become the one that can take the napkin first. I, Funny Valentine, will be the one sitting at that table. So help me God! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that last part sounds like a bit, but no, that's what's on the page. <laughs> I will be the one to draw the short straw. <laughs> what is it, Scarlet? That expression. It's adorable. I'm getting excited. Take off your clothes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. I want you to leave the two of us alone for a while. I don't want any interruptions for the next 30 minutes. (laughs) Bold. Do you want anything to drink? I'm having a drink myself. I'm 14. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ, dude. (laughs) What did you just say? Sorry, what, what, Jack? No, I was like, what did he just say? (laughs) Before he approaches guards... Before he told him to stay away. Before he closed the door, I... I have to get away from here. Uh, brings over... This is where... This is where we see the little hints that Funny Valentine has a hobby. (laughs) Oh, God. Alright, so he pours drink, drinks it, gives it to Scarlet Lucy. Uh, pulls her hair down. Is this where we're going to see his magic tricks? No, we don't see his magic tricks here. No, not yet. Okay. Then never mind. Anyway. Okay. Does he know about my identity? No, he can't have found out. He told me to take my clothes off. It can't be. Sweep knocks all the napkins off of the table. What part of the metaphor is this? I... (laughs) When... (laughs) I will take the napkin so I can fuck on the table. (laughs) Scarlet, 
Doesn't it excite you to be doing this on the top of a table where we invite guests? In the year 1776, the Declaration of Independence was created and had a map on the back. A map that led to the treasure of the Knights Templar, and I'm going to find it, damn it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't with this chapter, man. It's so funny (laughs) until it's not. Yeah. The Declaration of Independence was created in this very building, perhaps in this very room. Does it excite you? This table has been here for at least a hundred years. This is a privilege that only the First Lady would have. Oh, no. All right. Oh, oh, we get everything but the dick. Uh, (laughs) Oops, no dick. Um, He draws the line at the dick. (laughs) Yeah, like everything. We see, like... All of his downstairs area. We see his American <laughs> the downstairs flag. Area. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> okay, and then this is where we see that you know Iraqi. Uh, you know Iraqi has uh, spoken about writers that use use subtext, and he says that they are all fucking cowards. <laughs> all this cowards. man has the American flag scarred onto his back. <laughs> incredible oh this is this is doing me right these wounds they usually twinge sting these are old scars that i got from being tortured during my days as a soldier for some odd reason they've just stopped hurting if Mm. if i run away now he'll find out my identity but i have to get away i have to get out of this room Uh uh-oh uh-oh yeah it must be because my body is yearning to create another life. Once I gain my true power, I will be in need of offspring. A power only thrives once it's been passed on. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Alright. Yeah, so now uh, now it stopped being funny. Yeah, this is this is where the jokes stop. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to berate you the way you prefer it? Take off your clothes, Scarlet. Okay. Um. So clearly, this is something that him and the non-deceased Scarlet Valentine would do in their in their free time. Oh yeah, in their coitus. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Jack! <laughs> damn it. What? Yeah, whatever. All right, it's fine. It's fine. Adorable. <laughs> Simply adorable. Oh, I can't do this. I'm at my limit. It was stupid of me to think that I could have done anything about the corpse. From the very beginning, I was powerless. I'm at my limit. And goes to stab him with a knife, and he grabs her hand in midair. I thought so. My suspicions are confirmed, so the traitor was you all along. You look like my wife, but your real identity... That would bring up the question of where is my real life, however. That is no longer of my concern. (laughs) <laughs> Borat voice My wife <laughs> Borat voice I don't care if my wife is dead or not Hey <laughs> hey, Napkin For some reason the two of us Had never been blessed with a child And right now I've taken a great liking to you Your how should I say this How should I describe this In any case I'm infatuated with you You infatuate me uh, She goes to bite her tongue off uh, to he kill herself. Sticks, sticks the knife in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to bite your tongue off? I won't let you do that. All I want you to do is bear my child. I'll have you be the replacement for my wife. Ugh. Fuck. It goes on and on. And... Um, oh, um, oh, we got maximum slorpage here. Okay, so he licks her, and then Cream Starter, like, transfers to him somehow. Yeah, like plops off of Lucy uh, onto him and it's like skin soup and we see Lucy titty there it is it's on the page we see, we see double layers of Lucy titty <laughs> yeah uh, and Lucy oh read the line yeah what that's this skin your your steals and then she stabs Stab. him in the neck yeah stabs him in the neck with the knife cause like Lucy ain't afraid to kill someone. She shot Blackwood a bunch. Uh-huh. 
What? Ah, you! Wait, you're Lucy Steele. What is your motive? Why would Steele's wife... Ah! Falls onto the table. The knife uh, goes fully through his neck. He is gushing blood. Someone! Someone come! Ah! And, and then this uh, chair um, rolls on top of him, and he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he there's a chair lying on the floor. It rotates around its axis, and Valentine is clipped into the floor and gone. Where did he go? <laughs> mm-hmm. Where did he go? Let's continue. Lucy's freaking yeah. the fuck out. Hyperventilating. She stabbed a guy to death, but there's no corpse. <laughs> yeah, she lifts up the chair and sees Valentine there. But there's a second knife. Hmm. 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 Huh. And the chair flips around again, showing us a new Valentine. He's... This country's president, as I thought, the president is ah, a stand user and the devil. And the devil. I, I like I like both. Alright. Yeah. Alright, it's time. It's time Final. for chapter sixty-two. Filthy axe at a reasonable, reasonable price. price. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, man, what's the one that's like something something at a fair cost? Like I <laughs> Wait, was that was that like funniest Valentine's stand or something? Oh, uh, <laughs> hang on, other names <laughs> for dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Oh yeah, here's the list of a hundred different parody translations. <laughs> uh, immoral activities at less than market price. <laughs> Somebody got their uh, money's worth out of that thesaurus sitting on their shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just going to read a couple of these. Okay. Morally questionable actions for a relatively small amount of currency or value. <laughs> Unkempt commotions easy to put a price on. Oh my god. Uh, here's the last one. Bold dashes to commit something unlawful sponsored by a client with petty cash. <laughs> <laughs> Foul feats for a fair fair. Oh <laughs> Corrupted commissions God. at a cheap cost. I have to stop. Alright, yeah, we have to read this chapter, so... Here's Dirty this iconic cover page, by the way, of Valentine with his weird back. Yeah, it was bad tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want... What? Yeah. Do you want me to t- do Lucy since you've been talking for a while? Uh, yeah, sure. Alright. Oh, it, it's no use. It's all my fault. It's all my fault. What just happened? I have no idea. He disappeared under the chair. Disappeared behind his back. The wound on his throat is gone, too. Oh, he's the devil. The devil's on his side. No matter who it is, I doubt that they'll be able to stop the president. It's all my fault. If I hadn't done those things at Kansas City, please, please, as long as Stevens... Oh, please, God, protect him. Please keep him safe. For that... To protect him, I'll give up anything. Valentine rises. And there he is. Ooh, There's Dirty Deeds Under Cheap. One of my favorite stand designs of all time. He is he so... Looks, he looks cool. Like, what yeah. if a rabbit man was made like a baseball? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, like honestly, until you said it, I didn't pick up on the baseball motif. But yeah, America. Oh, baseball. yeah, America stitching. Like, eh. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he gets up. Lucy is gone. Uh, she's run down the hallway, left her boots, <sighs> leaves the room, and we see that Lucy has in fact hidden herself under the table using knives as uh, like leverage. <laughs> What does she Drops weigh, like, 10 floor. pounds? Like, <laughs> Yeah, she probably weighs 90 pounds soaking wet. It's fine. Um, she clearly uh, had no time to fix her dress. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Thanks, Araki. <laughs> Thanks, Araki. Was Valentine gonna fuck with gloves on? Uh, you, would, you would put that past him? 
No, I'm just like <laughs> so even even more of a freak. <laughs> oh yes, these are my fucking gloves. I oh, must God. have these on. <laughs> Wouldn't let my hands get dirty. Oh no! Stop it! Stop it! Stop! I'm it, gonna stop! stop it. I'm gonna stop! I'm gonna stop! Hmm. So it was Steele's young wife who had been impersonating Scarlet. But now I'm even more intrigued. Even more so, I won't let her get away. I I have to escape. I have to escape. I have to escape. I have to get out of this building somehow and get back to Steven. Um, she's in a window. She's in a, a room where the windows have been uh, shuttered with metal shutters. Uh, th- a window? Uh, oh, no. The right eye that fell out of my pocket a while back. It definitely rolled underneath the door into this room. Oh, she's in the skeleton room. Where did it go? Where is it? Should have been drawn to the other corpse parts in this building and rolled into this room. If only I could find it, it should show me an escape route. Clack, 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 clack. (laughs) Valentine is coming this way. He came back. It's all over. He's found me. Lucy Steele. I don't know why you've come here and what happened to my real wife. I will inquire about those things later, though I don't much care. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The man just spent 20 minutes talking about napkins and he doesn't care if his wife's dead. Was that hot pants stands doing? If I remember correctly, you do not have a stand ability. Yes, of course you don't. The meat spray. <laughs> now I understand. You came here under hot pants' orders. Listen, what I'm trying to say is not for you to open the door. I will not proceed to break this door down by force, but do not attempt to commit suicide in front of me. If you die, I will kill your husband first, and then your father. This is a promise. If you have siblings, I will kill them as well. I will eliminate their existence. Is that fine? I'm coming in, Lucy. If you don't try anything, I will not do anything. Everyone will be happy. (sighs) A fireplace? This is a fireplace. I can see a light, a chimney, but, oh, there's no way I can climb this. It's such a small space, and I have to climb up. Um, and then a holy light erupts out of the fireplace, and we see the desiccated corpse of Jesus Christ, uh, along with Jesus Christ's head, which is now rejoining the whole corpse, other than, uh, is, are both eyes here? I think both eyes are here now. Maybe. Uh, but these next few pages are a whole lot. <laughs> so yeah. The corpse, I didn't remember this. The corpse starts rejoining, and then I guess what appears before her is, like, an angel or, like, I don't know, like, Metatron or something, but it's also one of those, like, weird... It's, like, one of those weird robots that came out of the, stand, the, the corpse parts that I guess are, like... The manifestation Jesus Christ of the stand. stands, yeah, like yeah, multiple stands. I don't know, but we see the back of this angel her. robot. Yeah, yeah, it grabs her and brings her up into the chimney. We Valentine can... looks more handsome. Yep. He, Emptied. He, he pulled. He specifically went to the bodybuilder universe. <laughs> Where's the universe where I'm ripped? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, his pants are so far down, we see his entire crotch area. No dick. <laughs> no dick. Nothing. Um, but where was your dick, though? Where did it I, go? Where did it go? <laughs> it was me. No, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> Watch the movie Pop Star Never Stop Stop. Never Stop Never Stopping. One of the greatest films of all time. I, I watched that last month. It's still so good, man. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Like... <laughs> Uh, Lucy is traumatized. Yep. Did you see it? Did you see him in the fireplace? I hid him in the chimney. His corpse. You knew about him, and therefore decided to infiltrate this building to obtain the corpse. The rest of it is somewhere else. All I must do is find the head. As I promised, no matter what your motives were, if you didn't do anything drastic, I will not do anything either. Of course, excluding what almost occurred on the top of that table. Now I understand why I found you so cute. And now I find even myself even more infatuated with you. I've taken a liking to you. 
Oh, yes. I remember before. I take those remaining clothes off you. I'd like to see the right eye back in my possession. You should have it. Where is it? Give it to me. Where have you hidden the eye that Gyro gave you? Is there... Is there someone in that chimney? Someone talk to me. They talk to me in that chimney. What are you talking about? I was covered in light, and it talked. The light talked. He said that I would bear it. Not by you. Not by you, President. It told me that this was inevitable. Oh my god, I just put it together. She's a virgin. She will bear it. I hate Araki. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Anyway. <laughs> Touchdown. Lucy Steele. I'm talking about the eye. Where have you hidden it? Give me the eye right now. I was surrounded by light in that chimney. I don't want to turn the page. <laughs> All right. We can just like abstract this because it's pretty gross. Um, Lucy is pregnant and she has the corpse head in her, in her belly. Yep. And it protrudes out of her womb and it sucks. <laughs> it yep. sucks. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. What? It can't be. Lucy steal you. That in face imprinted into your skin. The lapse, the last corpse part, the head, the last location of it. It's inside of you. You've been endowed with it. And this will end when it is birthed. Oh, God. This skinny panel of him standing over her, it's so sinister. I hate it. We're back yep. to Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> oh, we're oh, yeah, back, we're back in Philly. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Oh, right. Uh, Where we last left off, uh, Magenta Magenta is trying to uh, murderize Steven Steele and Wekapipo over here. And Wekapipo is trying to protect Steven Steele. Eliminating Magenta. The only that can only be done when he deactivates his own stand. There is no doubt that I can accomplish this. The problem is Lucy Steele. If she is currently disguised as the first lady in that building, if this is all true, when considered in another light, if Lucy is about to successfully deceive the president, the chances of Gyro attaining the corpse increases significantly. However, my main objective and priority is protect Lucy. I must go and save her at once. Her identity is already becoming revealed. In any event, Magenta knows about this. Mr. Steele, can you hear me? There will be a bit of a scuffle, so brace yourself. I guarantee that I will help you. Um, dinosaur time! <laughs> oh, God, right when you least expect it. Dinosaur jumps out of Magenta's coat and runs down the street. What was that? Something just jumped out of Magenta's coattails. A lizard? Why would Magenta be hiding a creature? He's not the type to take care of animals. Did it somehow latch onto him somewhere? And why would it suddenly decide to detach it from himself now? Um, because Magenta Magenta just lit uh, a whole lot of dynamite that he's got around himself. So, does his stand protect him from that? <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ, but it's under the stand. It's like in his shirt. No, the... Yeah, it's in his shirt, but not under his skin. Oh. Yeah. Impressive, Magenta. Even with your minuscule brain, you've managed to strategize. Dynamite, damn it all. He must have lit it before he activated his stand. Mr. Steel, you're going to feel a bit of a shock. Bear with it. Throws Wrecking Ball at Steven Steel. Whirs around. Um, oh, God. Fucking left side ataxia. Hell yeah. Uh, hardening the of the body. Yeah. Hardening of the body and left side ataxia. The horses will not be able to perceive their left side. And Which, oh, God, this is cool. It's hard to read, but, like, it's really cool. The horses yeah. can't see their left side, get scared, do a jackknife of the carriage. Carriage goes flying with magenta magenta on top of it. Steven Steele is protected because his skin is really hard. He's thrown from the carriage. Um, and magenta magenta lands into the river along with wake is riddled with pieces of wood <laughs> yeah wake people is fucked up yeah steven steel looks pretty good he yep. was shot but he's not bad Ugh. mr wake people from the first time we met you looked down on me made me look like an idiot and to think i kind of liked you for a bit you know don't fuck with me huh uh Shoots Wigapipa. 
Once I decide to take revenge, I always take revenge. First, I'm gonna rip out one of your eyes, like what happened to me. I missed my shot just now, though, by two centimeters to the left. That's for treating people like me like shit. Looks like I'm gonna have to teach you that people who don't have anything to lose are the scariest types, Mr. Smartass. Um, and is enveloped in wire from the carriage axle, uh, because Wrecking Ball has still been spinning this entire time. Mm-hmm. What? Ah! What? The tire axle from the carriage and these wires? That's why I can peep a steel ball, the one he threw at the horses. And it drags Magenta Magenta down into the river. Shit! I can't breathe! 20th century boy! And activates his stand, and he's okay. Sinks to the bottom of the river. You truly frighten me with your strategy of explosives, Magenta. But as always, you make me repeat myself. I believe I informed you of this back at the Frozen Strait, to humble yourself and deal the finishing blow quickly. A pity, even in the water where you can't breathe, once you take your defensive stance, there's not a single soul who could defeat you. Wait, that was that creature that jumped out of Magenta's coattails. It was not a lizard, though it was small. Was it not a dinosaur? No, it can't be. Dio. That was... That would mean that Dio has now heard about Lucy. And now, as we close out the chapter, one of the funnier parts of Steel Ball Run. <clears throat> Shit. Uh, this is Magenta Magenta stuck at the bottom of the river. I'll definitely get the fuck out of here and get revenge, damn wake people. But, hmm, what to do? I want to get these goddamn wires off of me as soon as possible. But if I deactivate 20th Century Boy here, I won't be able to hold my breath and I'll drown. But if I don't deactivate my ability, I can't get these wires off. Hmm, shit. What should I do? I know. He'll come to help me. Back at the Frozen Strait, he just happened to pass by and saved me. I was saved because he and I are bound together by some sort of fate. This is Dio. I'm the only one who knows that the First Lady's real identity is Lucy Steele. Wicca Peepo doesn't know about it either. If I tell him about it, Dio will definitely like me if I told him. Dio was the one who told me to investigate Steele in the first place, so he must be worried about me right now. I wish Dio would come help me soon. He'll come soon. I want to see him. I'll wait a little longer. Uh, Magenta Magenta never resurfaced from this river. <laughs> the water of the Delaware River kept up its constant rhythm as it flowed past the river bottom. And as time passed, Magenta Magenta stopped waiting and stopped thinking. Hmm, what does that remind you of? <laughs> cars. <Yep>. It's cars. <laughs> Who would have thought this dipshit would be the car stand-in in the new universe? <laughs> God. Good couple of chapters. Except oh, for the yeah. gross parts. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the gross parts are going to be gross. But um, our next on the docket is a interstitial chapter called Seven Days in a Week. which I think Oh, you want to just read that right now? Oh, right, I forgot that it was short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is chapter three, seven days a week, in a week. It's nine pages long. It's weird. Yeah, yeah this is probably like a golden week or a holiday. Uh, not not a holiday, but like a like a short chapter. Yeah. All so right. we picked back boys up with Gyro and Johnny, yeah. So, Johnny, I know this is going to sound like a ripoff of something else, but I just came up with a gag. Hmm? <laughs> hmm? The title is... This is how I spend my week. I'm going to say the days of the week in Italian, starting from Monday all the way to Sunday, but I'm going to turn stupid on Wednesday and then make some espresso on Thursday. On Friday, I'll mix in the sugar, and on Saturday, I'll drink it. Sunday is a day of rest. All right, here I go. Lunedì, Monday. Lunedì, Martedì, Tuesday. Martedì. Me. What was it again? I forgot. <laughs> Answer. Mercolidi. Mercolidi. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Ah! <laughs> Geovity. Um, <laughs> what was it again? <laughs> Venerity. Gyro's faces. <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> Sabato. Domenica. Sunday. 
Very good! Awesome! It was totally cool! It seemed like a really happy week, like you started to lose track of time. Right? Once you finish writing it down, we'll head on our way. End. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like... I'm just, I'm just looking at... Uh... <laughs> oh, it was included in the volume. Uh the SBR volume, and for unknown reasons is officially listed as chapter 63. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a combination of a Russian folk, so folk song and a Japanese stand-up routine. <laughs> oh my god. And Araki drew it beautifully. He's what a, a What a career. The 815th chapter of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was this. <laughs> All right. Well, next time we're gonna. <laughs> what? I, I, I... <laughs> you don't even look. I think ne yeah. Next week we're just gonna do chocolate disco, and then yeah. then we'll go back to like uh, taking our foot off the br taking our foot off the gas a little bit, just because we want to get to the the meat. The chocolate meat. disco is the Green Day and uh, Oasis uh, part of um, not a Green Day and Oasis. What was it? Milagro Man. Well, no, I'm trying to think about what what was the other what was what was Seco's stand in Part Five? Was it Oasis? Yeah, that's Oasis. Oh yeah, so the, the Chocolate Disco is the Green Day and Oasis of Part Seven, where like we're so close to the final battle, but no, we, it can't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got it. You got it. Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have we're gonna get through Chocolate Disco next week, and then mm. after that. We start part one of the D fifteen part C. D4C arc. Fifteen months. That is more than a year on one arc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't know what that's about, huh? Looks at Joe Julian, looks away. Weird. <laughs> Can't imagine that. <laughs> and and it's kinda almost seventeen parts because right in the middle there's a two part arc called Ticket to Ride. Which is weird that there's a whole separate arc shoved in between, but we'll say it's a 17 part arc. Mm. Well, really, the next, I mean, all right, yeah, like the next like 20 chapters are all one giant gimmick, basically. Yeah. Or the next 30 chapters, rather, actually. It's something else. Yeah. But yeah, so, we'll, we'll do that next week. Yeah. Do the old chocolate disco, as the kids say. Yeah, so that'll, yeah. that'll do it for. For this new era of what a beautiful podcast. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the bit anymore where I specifically say a hundred instead of one hundred because like a two hundred. Yeah, a two hundred. You know what? I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Episode a oh, two hundred and two. Oh no! <laughs> Please. All right, Jack. Let's let's end this bitch. Tell tell them where we are. Thank you for listening, everybody. You can find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. You can find links to the show, our SoundCloud, where Andy puts all the wonderful thumbnails for every episode. You can subscribe to our RSS feed there. You can like us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, comment, review. Thank you again. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. Take care.